Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Are you looking to save time and money earning your college degree? Then join thousands of others who earn online college credits with Study.com. Our online courses are self-paced and offer transferable credit that's widely accepted by colleges and universities across the country. Plus, you can start right now. Visit study.com today to learn more about our affordable and flexible online college courses and get the degree you need to succeed in today's competitive job market. Go to study.com slash CX and use coupon code SAVER to get 30% off your first month. reaction to the 2-2 draw against Southampton. Um, As always, the podcast is sponsored by www.pt-4-u.co.uk. Personal fitness, Mark. Do you want to tell me about personal fitness once again? Personal fitness? Yes. Well, speaking of personal fitness, Matty, our guest here today. Hello. Hi, Matty. Hello, sir. Nice to see you. Nice to see you too. You're back on the fitness trail after a little layoff, aren't you? Yes. Got the vid. He had the vid. Yeah. He's looking all right after having the vid, though, isn't he? I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. He's still gorgeous. Do better. Thank you so much. But yes, Matty's, Matty's been trying to increase his uh, stamina, according to his current girlfriend. All right. Probably less about that, the better. Oh, he's sponsored by Viagra as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he has been trying to get himself out, get himself fit again after his little bit of layout. So we've been doing a lot of cardio and a lot of exercise. Yes. And where can and you if, find some cardio? Well, if you want to do, you know, get yourself. Some, <laughs> <laughs> that's certainly one place not to look is in Little Benton. But if you did go on to pt hyphen hyphen dot co dot uk hyphen hyphen. No, it's pt hyphen for hyphen u uk. You'll be able to find lots of places to increase your stamina. And your performance yeah, and strength, strength conditioning. Yeah. Speaking about conditioning, perhaps we should send Steve Bruce and his merry band of trainers to PT for you. 
That might be a good idea. Let's get to it before people switch off. Um, Newcastle United 2, Southampton 2. I'll come to you, Decker, as always. Leading up to the game, you were there. Change of seats. It was. It was, yeah. Um, There was loads free and all. There was. There was lots lots of of empty seats and and there was a huge gap between the way fans then we're starting level seven again. Uh, but going into the game, what did you expect, Decker? Because we didn't do any sort of pre-match <clears throat> predictions or anything last week. Um, I, I didn't fancy her, I have to be honest. Um, I really didn't. Um, I think of all the times we've probably played Southampton at home, this is arguably the worst I've ever felt about playing them. Um, and I, I just because of how poor we've been, right? And I'll be honest with you, I watched uh, Southampton against Man United, um, I think it was last Sunday. I was actually quietly impressed with them, uh, so I, I didn't. I didn't really fancy the chances at all, to be quite honest with you. So it's an interesting one because obviously before the season kicked off, Southampton were were big, big favourites to be relegated, yeah. be in the bottom three, probably um, and uh, they probably still are in the in the favourites with us and Arsenal. <laughs> 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 but it, it's a funny one, like because when you, you look at the players that have left, the ones that they've sold and stuff like that, then you, you do expect them to be be struggling. But that wasn't a team that that showed me that they were going to struggle this season. And uh, it, there's only one team on that pitch that that looked like they were going to be in for a relegation scrap. I disagree. I'm not sure your thoughts on it, Matty. But I think both teams look like they could easily get relegated. I think. The only thing Southampton need to really worry about, and I think we saw that with a lot of the players' reactions to what they thought was the winning goal. A lot of them looked forlorn. A lot of them looked like we're on the haunches. You probably would at that point but in the I, game. I, I think extra, though, definitely them players thought, how have we not beat these here? 100%. Because yeah. that first half, I don't know how, what the stats were. I know they had 24 shots, but I think they had most of them, well, a lot of them in the first half. They missed, what, two open goals from close range. It was literally a matter of time until they scored, and then somehow... Didn't manage. I think a lot of it was through luck and them not being good enough. So I think the one thing they're going to worry about is, and they've brought Adam Armstrong in. Who I thought looked bright. I thought he looked all right. I think he looked like a Premier League player. Um, maybe not. Maybe not like top standard or anything like yeah. that. But I think he's gonna. He's got a lot of proof, and he, he's already scored one goal this season. He wins, wanted to see the ball. Or didn't wins he? a penalty. Wants to see yeah. the ball. Wants to have a shot. I know they weren't great, but wants to have a shot. And I think they'll just want to worry about being a bit toothless up front and replacing the goals he's brought. Because other than that, I mean, I know we're playing Newcastle. But they, they were carving out a lot of chances. If they're having on the pitch to win that game, right? oh, comfortably. So it's yeah. it's it, it's proof in the pudding. It's always about putting the mm. ball in the net, right? That's stupid saying, but it is. Let's stay with you, Decker. First okay. half. Oh, is that up? It was one of the worst things you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> it's gonna be sick. Right. You're right. I've actually been. <laughs> I've been thinking about how I can even try and portray how I feel about that first half on the way up. Thinking how can you how can you have thirty seconds to explain how bad it was and. I, honestly, I, bear in mind, it was the first time I've been back in the ground with my dad for, oh, God knows how long, right? I don't know how long it's been. And my dad was really excited for it and, you know, and all the rest of it. And we got there. And even he said, he went, this is horrific. Like, it was horrendous, wasn't it, though? Like, mm-hmm. the intensity, the speed, the pace, the, the lack of ideas, um, couldn't pass a ball. we goalkeeper. I just wanted to keep a hold of it for 10 minutes of time. Like, everything that possibly could go wrong went wrong. Um, I'd, I'd say it's arguably the worst first half I've ever seen. Staying with the first half, Mark, and obviously we, we sit side by side at St. James Park with our tickets. Um, we noticed straight away that Southampton's number 22 had seen maximum 
had a hold of him by the balls. Yeah. There was one ball early on where we just cleared it, hoping Saint would just run on. Well, we, 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 and he just, yeah, go Saint, Saint threw on goal. Yeah. He's going to have this kid on toast. Not even close. And it wasn't even a race, was it? He just lamped like, he, he was a good three yards ahead of him by the time they got the ball. And we're thinking, hang on, what's what's going on here? And that just set the scene for the, the rest of the game because he was absolutely immense. He, he never put a foot wrong. He won every tackle, every block, every challenge. And was he the left one the centre-half? Yeah, the left-sided left, so left one. He was ball, he? he was absolutely so incredible. Athletic strong, just yeah. like pushed it. I mean, there was a couple of times. We just saw, I don't want to start chastising St. Maximum too early. Um, we all know what we think of him, but mm. there was times where... Too early? Does that mean you're going to? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we. I'm saying, you know, he is, he is, you know, our saviour, our talisman. Yeah, our talisman. But um, it was there was points where he just wasn't getting any change out of him, and when he just yeah. pushed him off the ball, down he goes, stays on the floor, yeah. looks at the referee, and even from the leases when it was happening at the Gallagher, and you just going, just get up because he's just having you, and just prove to us that you can get something out of him. I mean, at the end of the day, he scores at the end, but I think. You know, he, he soon realised he was in for a game. I just don't think he fancied it. No. Well, that was the, the 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 strange thing, and I, I said to you, like, why why isn't he just pulling off him and going to the other centre half? Oh, he wasn't pulling going, off. Going, off, going <laughs> up against the right side of centre half because he was getting no joy there whatsoever. So you would just think, well, hold on, if if I'm getting nothing here, I'll just use my brain and I'll just pull across to the other side and, and go, then, go over then, there. If you notice, and we mentioned this once again really early on, where it looked like Wilson was dropping back, and it was Saint that was playing as our target man, which was weird. Because our tactics are terrible, and that and that's why, like personally, I know people having to go with Saint. Well, you... the, well, no, but <laughs> the, 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 tactic, the tactic we've got here is sit back. In this, I'm talking the second we'll get it. Sometimes, you know, we're just lumping it forward. Well, mate, I've actually just put a comment cheering. on the screen from Alan, a member of the channel. That just I love, said, I love the way you said it's a tactic. Alan's comment on the screen says, lump it up and hope for the best. Well, that's what it is, isn't it? That, that's, that's what it <laughs> yeah. is. And, and what, what's unbelievable is, is it, it, this is how bad we are, how embarrassing it is, to be quite honest. When the ball is being kicked long and it's bouncing and it looks like there's a bit of a gamble between our stri- well, Saints, our forward and their defender, that, that's the most excitement we get. Yeah. And the fans were like, go on, go on. I'm thinking, I wasn't even, I was like, he's against someone that's going to demolish him here. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's going to win the ball. Mm-hmm. And that is, to think we are a Premier League outfit and we're playing kick and rush really. We're just kicking the ball long and hoping, hoping, hope, hope. that that hope. <laughs> That's saying I'll get the ball and just beat every single player on the floor. Well, you would hope unbelievable that that hope. Steve Bruce was actually watching that first half because it was clear as day that the way he'd set them out to, to go and play against Southampton, the formation that we had, the position he had them lined up on the pitch wasn't working. Mm. But he did nothing. He did absolutely nothing to change it. Do, you know, one question I had was, you know, that, it, I've, I've said this word about a billion times the last few weeks is intensity, right? And yeah. the speed and, and the, the lack of intensity all over the pitch, right? Week after week after week, it's just horrendous. Did, I couldn't believe how slow we were on the ball. How slow. Well, goalkeeper was getting it. And we do this, we do this horrible that thing, by the way, awful. where yeah. he puts the ball in a six-yard box and obviously you've got Lascelles and whoever's really close. He's got no intention at all of passing the ball to them. None. But he waits for a minute, well, it feels like minutes, and then goes, actually, no, get yourselves up, lads. We were just kicking the ball along all the time. But even when we had the ball in, in possession, we were so slow. 
so that, slow. That's obviously something that the coaches have brought in, that this whole six-yard box thing uh, with, with goalkeeper. And I think at times last season, we said, why are we not passing out from the back when other teams were? And I think at the West Ham game, I think we did do it a few times. It's um, about possession, that, isn't it, and, and building. But... It's, it's building up, but there's, there's one point, and I think it was in the first half again. Um, yeah, it was, because we're shooting up towards Elisa's, where would have been had the ball and he he wanted to get rid of it pretty quick. You could tell that he wanted to get rid of it. And I think it was Murphy that was on the right hand side and he just turned his back and put his head down. There's nobody wanting that ball. Mm. And I, I find it hard to criticize Woodman that that was looking for that pass and you we can see from the stands that nobody is wanting that. Well, pers nobody. personally for me, I don't think I want to see Newcastle play out from the back. So like you've just said about the centre half going mm. next to Woodman. Yeah. We saw that happen a couple of times last season with Bravka. And if we need to play ourselves into trouble a lot yep. of times, so I yep. was thinking, why are we trying to do this? So it might sound like I'm, I'm being a bit hypocritical here, but I'm fine with us kicking the ball along. But it's when Woodman was claiming the ball from crosses and he could literally roll it out to Sean Longstaff, he could roll it out to either of his wing backs. Yeah, then he just then he went, held the ball and went, Go on. Yeah, that's when I had the volume go up in the ground when he claimed the ball, that's a little, right. little applause, rightly so. Roll it out. Let's get that going. And he just went. No, nah, let's just close. Especially that's when, when that's annoying. Especially when that is our tactic is to hit people on the quickly. Break. Yeah, quickly get it into get it into Miggy, get it into Saint to mm. get up the pitch and yeah. get away. That see, that was the bit that was missing for did me. Did you see the one? I lost it at this point. I'll be fair. I was quite calm until this happened. <laughs> uh, he kept the ball for about fourteen minutes. I keep on. And then, <laughs> he, he he then decided to put the ball on the floor, and he got pressed. Quick, strong kicked it out for a throw in. Yeah, I thought, how and you've had the Bruce. No, no, it was no, the, I was the right hand side before as well. Oh, Armstrong came across him quite quickly. Oh, he did, he, yeah. He sliced, but the... he kept the ball for, yeah. for it. Honestly, felt like I was, you know. And he put it down, had a little look. Armstrong all of a sudden was on him, and he kicked out for a throw in. I was like, this is that was when I said to me, Dad, this is the worst 31 and a half minutes of football I've ever seen mm -hmm. ever before. Mm. I think your opinion was shared. Yeah, and oh, then, then I don't then, know. I've seen worse. It's stopped, yeah. <laughs> well, it's it was shocking, but it's, not, it's really funny. I've seen us be three or four nil down and play better than that. Yeah, and that's how hard football is. I mean, they're missing open, well, they're missing open goal, right? We'll probably get to it. It's a four six yard goal. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how the kids miss that? I mean, it's unbelievable. Sky didn't nearly went over the top of the Gallagher. It was awful, wasn't yeah. it? And like, none of the players seen up for it. Another thing, sorry, I do apologize. I'm going to go right back to the start. Something that really pisses off. How long did it take to come out the tunnel? <laughs> Exactly, and I said to me dad, I went, it's the, pr I, I could be totally wrong, I don't know what's going on in there, but I said to me dad, when the, the Southampton were out there, and they were lined up waiting, the music's playing, we were nowhere to be seen, and I said to me dad, the preparation, and the organisation of this club, man, it shit from top to bottom, then the stroll out, and literally the first half performance matched that, the just matched out. it, yeah. I know it sounds daft, yeah. Yeah. Does, but I'm all about like, do you know what I mean, regimental, it gets fucking get out there man. They have, they have to wait. A certain length of time because the away team know, has to come out longer, first. It was longer though. What? So because of COVID, you're not allowed to have oh, like, bollocks. all, We're not all the people this, in, the, in the tunnel. Yeah, I was there on Wednesday. Like so they both came out the same time. We've got to come out and separately. But I know what you mean. It was definitely it longer. Was the second half, we they were out there for oh. five minutes. So that happened though. There was like a rocky film though. Just like press-ups and arseholes. And our lads are coming out. Oh, we're fucking good on with Well, they ran around the corns though. No, yeah. did a little run around anyway. The I, to be I just mean after 90 minutes as well. <laughs> 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 we went, I, it was a sham. Anyway, you said something about <laughs> it's not some sort of illegal podcast <laughs> I know, but for the people that are listening. <laughs> it sounded like when we did the last one, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that was you know, man. But the, the left, 
the left hand side here, right? Every single time which he got the ball, right? He turned to have a look and there was just nothing there. There was just nothing there. Do you know what I mean? And, and that's where, again, the, the tactics from your head coach is just embarrassing. Mm. It's absolutely embarrassing. The midfield was just oh. absolutely non non in, in the first kind half, of in the first half. Because Sean Longstaff looked like a different player to what we have seen recently. Well, you know what? How, hey, hey, do you know I was going to ask? What did you think of Sean Longstaff? A different player? He's all right. He just uh, wasn't. I would still wouldn't constitute him as a midfielder because yeah, you don't have a midfield for him to be a midfielder in. But he still ran around trying to win the ball. He won mm -hmm. a few headers. I thought off the ball, the ball and yeah. I watched the game again when I got in on the night. Sad. Why? I watched it again, right? Because at the game, I kept saying to me, Dad, I went, he's doing well, Sean, you know, off the ball. I'm giving he's a man a match, me. I'm and, picking one. I was saying, got it. But anyway, um, that was nonsense. Um, but uh, <laughs> the way he does it, I thought <laughs> off the ball, Sean Longstaff did really well. Mm -hmm. he, he, made, he made some really good challenges. Um, on the ball, it's tough work for us, it's tough work. But you know, considering what was available, I actually thought he was all right. I'll put it out there, people that are listening. Um, who do you think deserved man of the match in that game? Um, for Newcastle, for Newcastle, yeah, sorry, Newcastle. I'm, I'm going Saint, long stuff. Saint wouldn't have been on my list, like if he got the official man Tell of the match. For me, for me, Fernandez Fairly had, was he did, he was very good. Um, and just for the second half performance, Miggy. What? <laughs> what? Almiron. I thought Miggy improved. He was. He was. Oh, everything that we created in that second half was through Miggy. Tell us then, please. God, tell us what we created. Wilson's goals, like that, came from Miggy. Like it didn't. It came from Saints when originally. No, then nah, it came from. from it came from, from Longstaff Saint, then laid it off to Shea. And then Cher crossed it to the back stick to Murphy. Lovely. And no, Murphy no, no, nodded the back over. Miggy put it there, not Cher. Did he play that pass, Miggy? No, nah, it was Cher. It was not Miggy that Cher. put it in for. Cher, Cher it crossed it. I thought it was Miggy that put it in for Murphy. Do you know who it was? Um, Murphy was just free in the box. I thought it was Definitely I was going to say Fabian Cher. He's pretty high up the field, like, on a conference. Yeah, he was. He was supporting in the field. he just brought it past the halfway line. And then I remember the celebrations. Murphy came... Over to Murphy um, was an absolute acre. Like Adam you, Telford I'm, said, Miggy was absolutely shit. He was. He was. He was. <laughs> Se terrible. Second half. Still feel sorry. For he me. was the only one that was actually driving us forward. It was Fabian. Comments and it was Fabian. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was yeah. So that's but, what I'm saying. Miggy didn't even know. Honestly, done nothing though yeah. again. But like yeah. I just said, though, I, I just uh, I still need. I just I saw a tweet the other day. Like, like I don't you know, put much weight in random tweets and stuff. But like I saw some guy like really chastising Miggy, like saying how bad he's been and stuff. And like I just I just feel like he's. He's really been hard done to you. Like, <laughs> You're asking I, to play as a central yeah, defensive player. I saw someone on Twitter say playing David Batty's role. Do you think Miggy's <laughs> becoming the scapegoat at the minute? Yeah, massively. But at the end of the day, we saw what he we can we know what he can do. I mean, even under Bruce, at times that game is the West Brom FA Cup game. I know we play on championship side, but he looked did some great link up play finish. He's got that great goal at Wolves. We know what he can do if you put him in the right areas, but it's just Miggy, go and run around in front of Matt Ritchie, please. That's all. And didn't just make sure he defend. Yeah, 100%. he can't wait to go. Well, I, I, I also, for what me penny's worth, uh, Joe Willick was. I mean, I still think he's not fit. Just no, really. I, I don't think. I think it's a case that yes, he's a midfielder, but he's not a centre midfielder, and that's why I think I, that's the once in, again player 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 player. playing in the wrong yeah. position. And, and he was the problem was is he was actually playing very central because it left an absolute acre of space down our right hand side. There was nothing in front of. 
of Murphy, which meant that they could have two, three players coming down their left side, and they were getting all sorts of no, chances and ball through there. And the, the, the same problem against West Ham. Yeah. And this is the issue with the formation that this Arsenal wants to play. 100%. The he plays three centre midfielders, and he is expecting Almiron to, to do the dog le the left work, and will do the right. Yeah. They are not tactically, and it's not their fault. It's just not their position. It's not a position. They're That's not switched on to do that. Yeah. And I've seen so you know what people are like. I've always said this about Twitter and Facebook and that when whenever you sign a player, they just immediately do this starting eleven. He's in, no matter what the hell it is, he's yeah. in, right? And I'm sick of seeing people go, "I'll well, just play Hayden and Willock, or just play Shelby and Willock." I have no idea that Willock's not a cent he's not a centre midfielder. He's he's more of a ten. Does that make sense? Yeah. You almost need two natural holding midfielders and then let Willock yeah. go. He can he can play in a three if he's got two people behind. I, us, I think right? I think I think we mentioned this last season that. If you're looking at Will Compain or a more recent player in Newcastle, you'd probably say Wijnaldum. Yeah. That sort of role. But even though Wijnaldum can do the role well, that Willick could play, do you know, pretty much do, from midfield on. He can play spine anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Willick, Willick basically should <laughs> yeah. be playing where Wijnaldum played for us. And he sort of mm. did at the end of last season. We he, saw what yeah. he did. Yeah. He did because he's, he's getting so many goals. Now, look at it now. Willick's never, he's never, he looks like scoring because he's never in the positions to score a goal like he was last season. I, I would be happy if you're looking at, let, let's look at Almiron. Take Almiron out of the team because I think Steve Bruce has just forced him in that role. Take him out of the team, play somebody in that role that is more suited to that role. Well, I'm going anybody? We will have somebody that's more suited than him. Who's going to play who, on the right side of midfield? Who, who got, that got, that's fit that can play in midfield. Well, I, I would hate to see it. I would hate to see it. <laughs> Jeff Hendrick could probably do better in that role than what Miggy is because it's his position. But it's not well, that midfield. But I think Wasn't if you bring Miggy on, well, if you bring Miggy on oh, yeah. from the likes of the bench to impact the game, in a number 10 front three sort of rule, then he's going to do a hell of a lot better than what he's in that right side why, of the field. Why drop Miggy? Why not actually do what the, the game was absolutely crying out for, which is get rid of one of your central defenders and play a back four. But you're saying that, right? And get, then you can push somebody up in the midfield? Yeah, get rid of Miggy and put him in number 10 rule. Where does Joe Willow go? We don't necessarily have to play him there. What, you, you could have... Joe Willow, if you'd, if you'd, you'd got... If you'd... Me looking at that game, they were killing us in midfield. Because Every we were so, so, so narrow. We were sitting back far too deep. So we needed to get a bit of width in, in the middle of the park. We couldn't do that unless you push Richie and Murphy right up and get them to go into there, which then leaves you with a three at the back. Which, to be fair, we could, probably could have got away with that because they only really had Armstrong as as, as the main threat. And then they had Redmond and El... El, El, the one that scored the goal, El Anusi, like they were playing slightly behind it. So you could have particularly, they, the other two. I agree to a certain extent. Or midfield. But you've got to remember, if, if you look at that midfield, and I'm not, I'm not defending anybody here, but you're missing Shelby, you're missing Hayden. So you're forcing somebody to play in that centre midfield role. And, and Willick's that unfortunate one. I'd probably say Henry could have probably played there ahead of that if you're looking at two centre midfielders. Yeah, yeah. But that game against Southampton, and I think we're struggling in midfield no matter who you look at putting in there because of those two injuries. Well, even, if, even if you put in... starting 11 players, them two that are missing. Well, I, I always sit here and bang, bang a drum about Shelby. And I know everyone says uh, blah, blah, blah. I always think he's a miss when he's not on. And I, again, when midfield, man, had no control whatsoever. I mean, at least Shelby brings you a little bit of calmness and can pick a pass. I, I think if you played Hayden and Shelby... It's not who I want to play, by the way. I'd rather we progress and get other players in. But I'd, I'd be quite happy to see we we'll play Hayden and Shelby and then we'll look ahead of them too. Because mm. yeah. Shelby will always say, Deep Hayden's going to be, your, hopefully, your defensive midfielder. Do you feel as if, we're at the point now, I'll come to you, Matt, do you feel as if it's a point where now 
five other batteries and working. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've, I was just about to say the, the answer Decker there. Like, if you're on a ball playing two hold midfielders or, you know, a hold midfielder and Shelby with his ball playing and stuff, and you want to play Willock ahead of them, effectively, you're saying attack a midfielder. You then should be looking, if you're going to play a back four, to have two wingers. And I'm just mm. going to sort yeah, of go off piece a little bit here and just say, Alan St. Maximin, again, I'm not just saying I'm going to but yeah, I feel like he's getting played out of position a little bit. He's, he's, he's a wild card. He play, play through the centre. Yeah, he can go wherever he wants. For, for me, cut inside, go do whatever you want. You're crazy, you're great, you're a maverick. But your starting position should be on one of those wings. Yeah. I think George Colton made the the the, the point on Twitter that um, you know one of their full-backs, green as grass. Yeah, get him yep. at him and just see what happens. Mm. Have him tugging the touchline. He's much better going in, get the byline, whip it in, and Callum Wilson. Already, Callum Wilson seen. will be there. Joe Willock will be yeah. there because mm. if, if, if that's one thing we've signed Joe Willock for, it's he's going to be breaking with Wilson getting the ball. Yeah. He can win a ball in the air, so can Callum Wilson. And then it frees up again. He's playing out position, but much better than playing centre mid. Frees up that left wing position to play Miggy Almiron, and he'll look miles better out there than I know he's probably still Which is, expected to do dog work back. And that's where he got got much more into the game because he actually went out more, much more to the left hand side in the second half, and he yeah. got much more involved and was getting yeah, forward and back the and stuff like that. The ball across yeah. the box, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're far too narrow. Period. Mm. It's just far too narrow. But I, I do agree. We always say. Amaron's not doing enough in that position because he's not his position. And yeah. this is why I think Saint is actually doing very well considering the position he's playing. He's playing as a second striker almost, which is no, absolutely is, yeah. garbage. Like, well, most of the game he was playing as the striker as because the striker. Callum Wilson was out on the left, which it just it beggars belief for me. Why Why yeah. are them two in those positions? And that's They're playing what, in each other's position. It's why you get so them. annoyed though, isn't it, that you've got co the coach or the manager in charge and everyone in the ground Every single man on the, that's in there can see, or, or woman, can see that it's he's got he's got it all wrong. He's got it all wrong. Saint can't lead the line, so why have you got him up so against? Kristen Keane is makes a great point, which I've just put on the screen there. Saint Saint Maximum is the same as Ben Arthur. Playing him in midfield gives him too much space and doesn't focus on his best skills. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I said it to you. You need to. He's much better when he's that little bit deeper. He can pick up the ball early and he can run at players, and that's when he scares the life out of them. Yeah, totally. Is when he's running at them, and that's when he's at. And, when and he's generally, best. only has a full back to beat. You know, generally, if he picks the ball up while he's yeah. running at one man, yeah. mm. whereas he gets it in the middle. He had three players on him constantly. Yeah, he can't all the time. I saw one point where they literally flooded the water yeah, and they just totally overload and just lost the ball. But there's some points in that first half where we, we were getting goal kick or just across the fence and that right-hand side of the field was empty. Gibbon. Nobody yeah. there. Everybody was flooding over that left-hand side of the field towards the lasers and I'm thinking... You just need to put somebody there, yeah. and that opens the game. What massive? But even Murphy, do Murphy, why doesn't he just push up when we're like that onto the halfway line into that space? He's hanging back in that defensive when we we should be on the offensive and looking to get forward. He's holding his wing back position, mm. playing as a as a fullback instead of thinking right. This is where we're now in offense. We need to think of right. We're going three at the back, and the two wing backs pushing the midfield. Right, That's what that formation is meant to well, do. Let, let's I did for the goal, ironically. Yeah. It was right up there for the goal. And I will say, I, I think any every goal we've scored have come from some combination of Richie or Murphy. Nearly every goal we've seen to score. Like, there's a couple that it's... That's why did, Richie's head up top of the list of chances yeah, created. Richie's took a corner, That's didn't he? Or a cross and Murphy scored a header against West Ham. There's a few chances they've been involved in. Um, it's the other way we are. I will be so if yeah. we try and get some positive, let's let's go to the second half because that, that first was absolutely appalling. Absolutely the shocking. The second half, we came out with like a different team. I think probably both teams came out with different teams. Um, we get the opening goal towards the Gallagher. I think 
you've always got an advantage shooting towards Gallagher, not just because of what it is, but the slope on the field. Like you say, there's a there is downhill, and you always get an advantage going to the Gallagher. Um, opening goal, Matty. It was decent play by us. No, it was brilliant. It was felt like it was out of nowhere, like properly out of nowhere. And I think Shah was looking for that ball constantly. There's a few times he tried it in the first mm. half, and it was one of the points where one of the many points what were greeted by booze because it was going out or just going straight to Southampton players. But yeah, he gets it over Murphy in space, and it's a it's a it's what we got Callum Wilson for. He needs he's there, and he finishes his left foot right or, or, or with his header. And he, he gets, he, he stoops, he's on the city, like Shearer, like tweets him saying, like, you know, six yard box striker. Mm, yep. That's what we've always needed. Um, so, yeah, it was great, but it felt for me, pessimistic. I don't like, you know, it was a, just a bit of paper over a huge crack. I was just like, I still was like, we're not going to win this game. Surely not going to win this game. Mm. And obviously we didn't, but yeah, it was a great move. And obviously, that's space that Murphy felt. Yeah, but it shows elements of what this team can do. He's had about a cross is so good, you know. We've scored. Like, I thought, you know, really we've scored. Look at look at the West Ham goal. Same maximum of Wilson. We, we can score some good goals. There's, mm-hmm. there's there's definite like potential in that in that squad and, and you know capability in that. But again, I just didn't. It didn't. I just. It was strange. It was. I stood up. At the, like I just stood up. And went yes. Like I didn't go mad. No, I did. Did you? Yeah. Well, I just said yes. And I normally go crazy, so it was just—it just felt <laughs> futile. Almost sounds like you wanted to get up and went no. We didn't touch on uh, the booze though, because it's come in the first half and then uh, twenty get minutes out, get out my club type of thing, and he picked up the mm. ball, kicked the ball, and there was a massive boot. Was that the first half? He picked the ball. First half, right, yeah. Okay. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, so there's been a lot of fans saying this is the first time this season where fans have turned against Bruce. Nah. That that chat was there the first game of the season. Um, not was, not as much, not as much. Well, I'll be honest, I'm the losers, and I did not hear that in the first. I can't remember hearing that in the first game. First the game there was those little pockets in the back of the Gallagher, and I would say a strawberry corner where it was coming. Um, those those ones again, not much. I think right. once, twice, even maybe. in the preseason friendly, there was mm. no the rest for fucking nah, waves, and that, that, yeah. we were, and that the, was that was the Norwich game was my piss the, yeah. the booing, to be honest, the volume of the booing reminds when Pardew was getting out, we dug out. It's close, it was getting it was close, close to that. Yeah, yeah. On, however, it just didn't last anywhere near long. If we hadn't uh, scored this, that opening goal, probably you're looking yeah. at a repeat of Pardew yeah. in that game. I think if uh, he had scored the opening goal and then had another fantastic chance, you know, just after that, again, if you go in two minutes at half time. It would have been relentless, I think, at that mm. point. But as you're probably right, the goal saved saved him <laughs> in that sense. It, it did. It, yeah. I, I tweeted from from the ground there saying that you can tell the atmosphere has on a knife edge here. Yeah, toxic. And if well, I had that... went the other way, where Southampton had scored the opening, mm. then that atmosphere flips massively. Yeah, I mean, I, I said to you at the time, like this is how how fickle our fans are because literally from from one minute to the next. There was booze, get out of the club, Brucey, you don't know what you're doing and all this kind of thing. And then the next minute, it's like we're the greatest football team when Newcastle... Blah, well, blah, yeah, yeah but that's the difference between sport and supporting yeah, your football yeah. club and, and being unhappy with the likes of the... Yeah. the, the, the no, but it was, it, was as a, it was as a direct result from, from the goal. Yeah, and course, that, that, you would expect that. That didn't change how badly we'd been playing, how shit it was or anything like that. But it... It it just switches it it switches off straight away of like oh well all right we can forget about yeah but like Matty said Brucey that, that, being that shit and all of that just kind of thing and, being... cracks. Yeah. and and that's the problem I think even if we had won that game going in the next one if the, if the performance is still shit you're still going to get yeah those chance towards Bruce I, think I mean that would have been that's a, that's a very interesting sort of you're going to you get it for the rest of the season the coin in terms of if we if we win that game two one the next time we're at home like 
I think exactly the same thing's going to happen. And then I think it's hard though, Mark, because like you know, you you realize you've got a chance of winning three points, and I think mm. the fans realize we're, we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. We're going to manage. We absolutely hate and only we detest. We want the manager gone, but at the same time, we want to stay in the Premier League for the most part anyway. But so like, you need these points. So you don't want to keep booing and affecting the players. So you've got a foundation there of right, you've got three points in your hands now. Right, I guess we're gonna have to get behind the players. And then things go shit again. So you start booing. And it's whether you want to drive that, you know, that you know, vicious like booing at the manager. Yeah, yeah. Or do you wanna like hold I always think of that whole game, that one after Kevin Keegan, the one where we went so bad and Charles and Dog we were shaking like a shit and dog and we, we <laughs> lost two one, Cisco scored. Like people tell you that the, the, the fans had a really negative effect on the players, but because they were so upset and we are upset and but when you've got a chance to win, things just change. You're not gonna start booing straight away after a goal. No, I I definitely agree with you. I do agree with you. I did chuckle. I, I can only be honest with you. I did chuckle because we scored a goal and they were singing the moments we'll support you ever more. Yeah. And I did chuckle. Well, that's Jesus what I'm saying. Well, that's a, 30, that, that is hypocritical. 30 seconds, <laughs> yeah, 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 30, 30 seconds ago, it was the complete opposite. Yeah, so I didn't even see any words. I just looked me down and he went, I know. And he just yeah. laughed. It was so that's exactly, exactly what I said. Funny. That shows you how, how fickle yeah. we are. But, as but, fans. I, know, I, I, I get all the points you make. I'm just saying, I, I, did business. I did laugh. If it's a channel, we'll support you even more. Who, who do you think we're talking about at that point? Well, the club. People didn't want to go and watch them. We didn't want to go. So, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I get what you're saying, and then you're right. The, the chant itself in the song is about the shirt, it's about the club, it's about everything that, you know, what we love about them. Why we're here talking, right? Because, of course, we still love them, but I can only be honest and say I did chuck and look at me down and go, oh, anyway, I know. I, I, think, was- <laughs> I think we've just got to remember, it's a fine line between the chance of supporting the 11 players on the field Yes. then the crossover to the ownership, the management. Absolutely right. It's a fine line. Because just, catching the ball. just choose a better song. The, yeah. fir- <laughs> the, the first half atmosphere was dreadful, though. And I, the performance and the... the, 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 the uh, the play was shocking, yeah, yeah. but the atmosphere, man. Slack. Even the Southampton fans were like, "It's fucking awful." This, you yeah. know, I mean, and we we slag off Liverpool for the atmosphere. I mean, ours is horrific now. I think it's one of the worst. It, I, I would give you that one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I've, I think every home crowd is though. Yeah, I don't think it's. Pretty, I don't know. I was watching Palace the other day, and they've still got that section going. Yeah, mental and... they've got the little. Yeah, I know, but the little but microphone the, right in that corner, man. I, I'm telling you, I watched Wolves against my United yesterday. The atmosphere was, I thought, was amazing. I don't think there's many places. We, all, we always like. sound great on the telly. Well, it's because they've got the microphones pointing into the, into the crowd, haven't all, they? All I hear from us is frustration. But I, think, I didn't hear anything. So, especially no, well, there's lots of that. There the, 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 the was second half. Yeah, well, they will. That's every home crowd. If you win games, it's, yeah. it's going to be louder than what it is when you're losing them. Well, we're drawn at once. Well, I need yeah. to, you know, whenever, yeah, whenever I think, behind. <laughs> I think at the point we were drawn, we thought, we're going to lose this. I think you could just see the path that we're going down. Um but they get the equaliser, and it's basically Newcastle just look, they've tied themselves in knots. Absolute awful. Shoot myself in the foot. You know what's happening. And the player just, did he just fall into the ball and put it in the back neck? It was yeah. pretty much this same kind of working into the position that they got into than that open goal that they missed. Like the way they worked it, like kind of mm. playing in between the, the defenders to, and stuff uh, like that, wasn't it? The Ramis against West Ham, except yeah. they went straight in. And to be fair, Wooden does all right to get across, make a save. And it pops up to Elliot on the just floor. hits him, doesn't it? And he just sort of, well, he sort of just, yeah. And, 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 I mean, so there was an element, <laughs> let's say, a little element of luck. But is it his knee or his shin he hits it with first some, time? Yeah, and and then like, but again, it's was it Redmond just came on, and he mm. does Murphy, and he I, gets it over, and and Richie's not really doing out at the back post. It's, I've said this a billion times, and Chris will laugh when I say it. Stop the cross, man! Uh-huh. And yet again, yet again. <laughs> 
Redmond walked literally. Uh-huh. Redmond walked along, just walked along the line and just crossed it. It was yeah. the softest goal. Well, having said that, the goal we scored then would probably say it was very soft as well because Murphy's unmarked, right? Mm-hmm. Which he was. That goal was so soft. I watched it again when I got in. I was like, what the hell? He just walked past Murphy, puts a cross in. Richie's nowhere to be seen, tap in. I, I, I don't know. Like, even watching it, I'm like, how how is he scored that? Because it's just shit. It, just shit. It, really it didn't seem to be any any way that that ball could have came across and he just happens to be there to knock it because it was... It was like, a, see, it's, such it's a weird just... goal. And then as it, well, I felt sorry for Woodman because, bless me, he, he's kind of already in the goal almost when he saved it. Yeah. And then obviously he's he's, made, he's made a half-decent save. Yeah, he has. Yeah. And you know what's funny, right? As bad as we are, right? Woodman hasn't had to make a save again. I said the same about Villa away. He never made a has, save. Man. Has this ever happened where three games in and he's had to face three penalties? I said this to the lads now. <laughs> has that no. ever happened in Premier League history? Because that's oh, ridiculous. Stuff, oh, when, when you think of the Wednesday, if you just think of Wednesday, he had a penalty shoot. You think he's had 11 five. penalties? Should know, he's yeah. had 11 penalties all together in like three <laughs> games. It's mental, isn't it? And to be fair, he's the same field. Yeah, yeah, but the point you make is a good one. Yeah. I asked the lads, has any Premier League team had consecutive penalties three mm-hmm. in a row? And I, I, I don't think there is. There'll be a stat out there somewhere. Like, has the sales cost all of them? Well, no, Murphy did, didn't two. he? But the Villa and the other one. Yeah, the, 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 and maybe it wasn't a penalty, but yeah, the two, the sales. Yeah. So let's fire through the rest of it. So as plenty of people mentioned on social media and on Twitter, seeing wins it for Newcastle United. Oh, oh dear. No, Jesus. I only saw that after. after. Lee Ryder done it. Um, yeah. NUFC 360 did it. One. There was a few others that did it. I, mean, so, I don't... The don't blame did. them. He did I don't in my blame head, them. But I'd never, I'd never, I couldn't tweet that purely because I would think <laughs> I would be at fault if it. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I don't blame them. But and you look at the. I only saw what the clock was. It was ninety-one fifteen when he jumped in the crowd yeah. in the three minutes extra time. Even with how we're defending, like you'd think. This is so. So the way that that goal came about, where of course it, it lands the same. That's something that never happens to us. Where that ball lands yeah. so like clearly. To one of our players just to go and absolutely smash that in the back of the net. Never happens. Never Fraser shit himself though, didn't he? That touch uh, where I was like, how does he not have a <laughs> shoot? <laughs> just shoot. And Dan Joel Linton as well. Well, Joel Linton did actually like, quite well. I, I thought I thought Saint again did so well. He picks it up at halfway yeah. line and just charges. Mm-hmm. It's a lovely ball he plays to Joel Linton. At first, I was worried about, I'll be really honest, I didn't celebrate as much as I probably should have because I was worried of VAR. From where I was sitting, I thought Joel might have been offside. Mm. Uh, with the through ball but he was a mile on in yeah. fairness I just from my view I thought shit he might be offside I thought Joe did very well pulls like, it back to his legs yeah, yeah. Um, I do want to touch on one thing Wilson going off uh, didn't, injured, yeah didn't look great Thigh, and he, would just, he, he was injured in the first yeah, half we, we, he went yeah, down and got we thought he was going half. off then because yeah, yeah. he was There's down for all the time it's just such a problem with him with injuries but Joe came on blah blah did very very well at that moment you're right with Fraser I thought the chance had gone if I'm being honest Um, and then as you say Blasted in, yeah. and I was out of the moon because I, I love him. I, I honestly help. do. He's the hope. he is the only player. I know I do like Wilson, but honestly, truthfully, he's the only player that gives me any excitement going to watch. Where, you know, mm-hmm. he's the, probably the only reason why I enjoy going. Is I think ah, Saints on it'll be it'll be, well, it'll be fun. Something will happen, and, and, and yeah. don't get me wrong. Like I've, I love him. I do, um, I love in him. the video we we did. Um, it, what we're gonna do? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like what we've said about saying, I'd have said like you know, it, it, I think it was this one anyway, where the centre halves had him all game and I'm not wasn't proper to kick go because he still is our only outlet. He's still our only bit of excitement and enjoyment we get out watching our team play. Yeah, yes. And like you've just said, I, I forgot about the run. It was a great leading one. up to great the ball to Jolin. Mm-hmm. But I, that's what's we had a couple of ch- chances like that though where the right ball wasn't played. Like yeah. Yeah. there was one where Willick in the first half he's got oh. say, to the right and Wilson three and two, you know, three yeah. and two at that point. And he, he puts it to Wilson too late, just a bit behind him, and then yeah. he tries to get the shot off and 
But uh, yeah, that, the, the the goal itself. There's a couple of things I love about one. Obviously, Saints, you know, running towards the defense, and that's that's kind of what we are. That counter attacking. We've got three on three or perhaps it's three on two. Make, it, it's it, basically yeah. Saint making players run back over. Yeah, that, that's what that, we that's are. all we are. That's yeah. all we are, and that's why I keep. That's why I love him so much. Is I always think the pressure on him going into the game because he's the only threat on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Wilson's not a threat in regards to. I know he might score a goal, but how many times was he getting me like played through or running? And he was he had a couple of beat. He can't do that because it's not his there was game. A one point I think it was in the first half where he was only one of our players in yeah. their half. I, mental, and he was running with the ball at one point, and he just turned around and went, "Christ, sake, like I've got nothing." Yeah. Since the only one that can create anything. But that goal, I loved it how Sane started the move off and he ended it. A lot of players in that position would run, play the ball through to Joel and go, my job's mm-hmm. done kind of thing. Yeah. But he obviously didn't. He ended up in being in the box and he scores. Yeah. Now, to get on to get on to how, how we end off not winning this game. Yeah. That is... It, how... How is that possible, man? There's a minute to go if there's not less. I think I think Shearer brought this up on Match of the Day as well, where he said Newcastle have got so many opportunities just to clear that just ball. Just fit three times. With put it. The ball, give, give the ball back to them every um, single put time. Put it out for a throw. Boot it up the field. Rugby, put it, it in the anywhere. corner. <laughs> just get rid of the fucking ball, man. But the problem was, and it was like this all game, how passive we are, is it midfield especially. People just come through it. And there was two, don't get us wrong, the pass by Redmond, I think it was, was a mm. lovely ball. I can't really take much. It was a nice pass. But again, the pass to get to Redmond, there's three players standing in the line that just pass straight through them. Between players. Exactly that. And I still say he does the same substitution week after week after week. He takes a centre midfielder off. I know we've debated, well, it might not be one. He takes a centre midfielder, he brings Fraser on. How many times are we going to finish a game with one recognised centre midfielder on this pitch? Yeah. He plays Almiron in, already in the wrong position. He then brings Fraser on to play, well, play centre midfield if you can. So you've got one recognised midfielder on the field at the end of the game. And what happens is they just pass straight through you, literally mm. straight through you. So Lascelles puts that challenge in. And at the time where we're sat opposite end of the ground, obviously you all off course. So where do you say you lead as well? I was right, right on line with it. So right in front of it. Did, so did you at that point read that? Penalty all day. Right, oh, okay. To me, I had no chance. I was in the lead, but I couldn't really see. Right. So oh, well, I, I saw clear as day and... My heart sank as soon as he went down because I, I felt like I even heard the click of like the boot on him, and um, it gets obviously you get gets a nasty whack in the face off oh, of Woodman, mm, God, and Woodman's man. like screaming. Everyone around us is like saying, "Like put it out for just probably thinking they're gonna." And me being the the harbinger of doom that I am, I just was every lad around us penalty this penalty this. So one, nah nah nah. I've seen the replay. Of course it's a penalty. Of course yeah. there's there's no argument that. But my. <laughs> You know, it's my argument. It's not necessary argument. My comment on this one, I think I mentioned this after the game. I think you were at the bar, so you wouldn't have heard this. Is right. So the sales goes down, holding his face, right, and that's why the referee blows and stops the game mm-hmm. at that point. Then at that point, that's when he goes and checks VAR. Yeah. If it gets the full time, the full time whistle is blown. Check it. Did they check it to see if it goes back? For it's a happened in Europe. They've literally brought. Teams that went off I the field and they've literally went really? into the changing room, went yeah. get back out as a penalty. So that that, that's always a penalty all day. If but it was the full time, we could celebrate. Brighton Man United, still Brighton Man United, United fans, thank you. Yeah, full time, and then the they, they finished, oh, okay. got a point, and then Bruno Fernandez scored the 99th minute. Or now I, really? I watched it when I got back in, as I said in the commentator. I said before the ball had even, we were still playing. They were still playing mm-hmm. in the the referee. Sorry, apologize. The commentator says they are looking at him at VAR. That was before. Yeah, the ball didn't go out of play for a while because it hadn't even stayed in. Because Lascelles got up and started running 
like out even though he, you could see he was injured and taking yeah. a, a mm. whack and that's why we were saying put it out because you could see he wasn't he wasn't right there's a few comments there um saying that does he have to make that challenge and and i'll answer that i think he does I'm as a defender, him. he has to. He has to take I think that it was risk. A bit of a clumsy one, though. No, I don't know. It, I mean, it's it a clumsy it. challenge, but yeah. I think he has to make if, that. If challenge. Armstrong <laughs> scores, which I think he would have, I would have said, "Why isn't he making an attempt?" That's yeah. how I think I would have. Maybe. Said. I mean, I'm not going to chastise him too much, but like I, the I, angle I, it's I'm at, maybe, maybe Woodman. I think Woodman's probably got it covered. I, I think Woodman's got covered, and Lascelles doesn't know that. I'd, but Lascelles has got to think. Look at that and think. There's no way I can get that ball. From what the position he's coming, he's, he's coming in from from behind, trying to stretch a leg just to try and get something on it. It's it's we're talking fine margin. I mean, you're talking a second. You've got less than a second to think about. Yeah, yeah. do I go for this ball or not? Do you know what I mean? I, I I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying. But I've looked at the replay loads of times, right? And Woodman is there. I, I give you that, right? He's there. However, if you look at Armstrong's body. It's quite an easy finishing. You know, to be honest, it is set. Yeah, it is set. Woodman's very, very low on the low. ground as well, and his his body uh, it might sound silly. I'm going to say his body's going the other way to where the finish would be. Does that make sense? Yeah. So well, it looks it to is me quite like a natural curve. Yeah. And we've got, to, right, we've got to remember, as a defender, he's got that to think. That's what, what I'm about doing. And, so... and as a defender, if if I'm him, yeah. I'm risking it to make that challenge. Yeah. You have to. I'm with you. With that. Yeah, maybe clumsy is a bit harsh for me. But I think I mean, if if just... you're looking, if it's a one-one draw, then he makes that challenge, then gives a penalty away. So we're going to lose the game. It's a different thing. But I think at the point where we were, we were winning the game, it could have influenced. It, it's that, funny that because decision. if he's a, if he's a Virgil Van Dyke, right, he doesn't even have to go to the ground. He would have read that. It's just it's just the. Do you know what I mean? It's just the way that he. That's, I'm slagging him off. Well, that's yeah. it. He's caught. He's caught wrong he's side caught, of the, of the striker, isn't he? Side, isn't he? And there's another. It's Fernandez as well. Gets he gets in a total knot. By the way, when they play the ball, so if you watch it back, he's literally just tap dancing. He doesn't know what to do, and it goes past him. And then Lascelles obviously. Dances. I think we we'll have to remember though, if if you're in that position where he's in the six yard box having to make that challenge, somebody's fucked up. Oh well, I, the, the the problem started well before that. You know, mm, yeah. the, the 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 came through were like were nice through puller, honestly. And that's why I got so annoyed. Was this isn't the twentieth minute of the game yet? It's not. This is the ninety third or ninety fifth, ninety sixth minute of the game, and you've just mm. scored. You've just scored, and they've literally two passes of rip work for off. me. And we've just mentioned this a few minutes ago. So when we we score that winner, so yeah, yeah. Saint obviously scores that goal. Any single time one of our player gets a ball, kick it as far as you can up the yeah. field. It's just management. We haven't got it. Well, I think that how many times the, we, that comes from the players themselves, that though. I don't well, even think that comes from the oh, touchline. 100%. Surely the experience we've got in the field. But what's annoying is I've seen us hold out with what there's lots of them players there who were there, the, the previous manager, and I've seen us scrape one goal victories, two ones, one nils, and hold out, but they're not going to hold out for 25 minutes here. And they do, not comfortably, but they, mm. they know how it went to boot it, when it put, went to try and faff around in the fullback positions and get it up the, the, the touchline. And it just didn't. I've not got that confidence anymore. Okay. And like you've just said, it was as if they just went. These shit, these hour man, we'll just get in the box again. Just three passes, bang. Mm. Yeah, that's G- what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game management was shocking. Absolutely shocking. Any more comments before I wrap this one up? I would have liked to have seen Mankio come off of Murphy at one point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Any more? <laughs> um, I, I think I did have some, but it doesn't matter. My final point is Bruce's shit. He yeah. needs to get out of the yeah. club. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, he's not going to be there for a while. It's, it's not going to happen. But that subby doesn't it annoys me as much as anything. You know, the one the midfielder for Fraser every yeah. week that really so can't sleep at night for that one. We'll have got an international break coming up. Um, 
So we will be doing a few more podcasts. So a few more question answers. We've got one coming out later this week. Um, members will have early access to that one as well. So if you want to become a member, Ooh. you will get early access to the question answers. And we won't lose next weekend, so that's nice. We won't lose. <laughs> we won't lose next weekend. It, it's, it's well, you say that. <laughs> last day of the transfer window tomorrow as well. Oh, um, nothing's no. happening. So you mean Tuesday, right? Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday, yeah. It's um, always a class. Nothing's going to be happening for new. We're fucking desperate yeah. for people as well, aren't we? We are desperate. Just any. It's one of those ones again where I just just get anyone in, I guess. But, but the fact he's going to he's going to say all the shite about not having the squad and like this four keepers things really getting on my tits as well because with these two like you know the two injuries, then choose one not to put in and put them in in January. Mm. Just put them in in January because I mean at the end of the day, like Dubravka's not going to be fit for months. Yeah, exactly. Just don't name him. Would you say, I've got one thing, obviously, we've talked about not being honest in interviews so mm-hmm. much, right? When he's come around and says, oh, we've got nothing to spend. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. Yeah, I actually know. thought that went off. Yeah. Finally, all I want. finally, he said something which I thought was... Yeah. Well, he said he wasn't going to bullshit, well, didn't he? He said that before. And I've heard him as a child we still, and I would take him the moral. Well, I just don't see how we, don't, we can't get a couple of loans in. Like, yeah. I just thought the loan market was there. Wage, in it? Yeah, but you look at how many players we've, we've let go. That that, no, that we, would take up a lot of money on big wages. I know, yeah, but we, we know that because it's true. But we know the person with the purse strings. But anyway, it's we'll do more way. podcasts at some point <laughs> in the week in relation to all of this stuff. Obviously, like I said, deadline day tomorrow, something might happen. Probably won't. But if it does, we will have more reactions. Same match with the Man City. <laughs> um, on Not that a note, chance. Um, see you later. Thanks for watching. Become a member. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel. Go and get fit. PT hyphen for hyphen uk. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.